There's some like pretty decent fan fiction of Vanilla Ice slash Dio too. I can like see that. not you know not amazing. it's not gonna win any Pulitzer prizes, but <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, back up. So what what JoJo's fanfic would? <laughs> that Vento Oreo one that I really like. Um <laughs> That's uh, it. Uh, the one where the the Rohan slash Jotaro okay, one that's, yeah, that's really fair. good. That's that fair. absolutely should. It's it. It was robbed. Well, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> I happen to know that the Pulitzer Committee only accepts PDFs, so it, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it, it cuts out a lot. There's a lot of things that probably Man. should be nominated that they won't click on a link. They don't know what to do. <laughs> Someone needs to convert. They don't. They don't take paste bin. No. <laughs> They do not accept paste bin. They don't archive don't of our own. No. no, I don't think they. I don't think Ao3 is EPUB. Really, yeah, see, you know. Um, wow. I mean, sincerely, there's a lot of really great multimedia work that gets completely robbed of, of stuff because well, nomination committees don't know how to use technology. In any case, yeah. My point is that there's some decent uh, vanilla ice slash Dio porn out there. Um, some of it has <laughs> sounding in it, which Ooh. no, no, thank you. I could see Vanilla Ice being into that. That seems well, like right, canon but, but to it's me. Like, but it's like the sort of thing where it's like, you don't really... Go into go into any Dio <laughs> slash Vanilla Ice fanfic with both eyes open because yeah. something could be coming out of really out of left look, field. Going look, going into and out of things. You're going to yeah. have to help me out here. I don't know what sounding is. Oh, no! You're not, you're, you're, no, you have to define sounding on air. You're, you're not going to like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know I'm not going to like no, it. No, you're not going to like it way more than you if, do. If you two aren't excited about it, oh, I no. know I'm definitely no, not going to no, like it's it. Gonna, it's going to feel like body horror to you when I tell you this. Oh, and no. I need you to it, like because it, it is. I, need you, like, I, don't, I don't kink shame people. I just went... This isn't about shame. This is about... I know Darius is not going to be into it. It's when you take small rods sometimes not so small but very small thin metal rods and insert them into the uh, urethra oh yeah okay welcome to Jojo's Bizarre Explainer a podcast about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure my name is Courtney Stanton I'm Darius Kazami well, normally Darius points at whoever's supposed to come next. Normally, that's happened like once. I usually started that just, today. Yeah, usually we we just psych each other out. I know. Yeah, remember we all have a different reason why we think that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yours is right, which is it's chaos. Yeah. Yep. Reality is cruel. Yes, today. Today is cruel. Today we are going to talk about. The cruelty of reality and the death of a dog. And Vanilla Ice's pelvic area again. Yeah. <laughs> because my whole first note is Vanilla Ice's pelvic area is dot, 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 too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lines. It's like yeah. the, it's the high cut. It's like above his, his like. Yeah. Uh, Pelvis. Yeah. Like the, those pelvic bone. bones. Cum gutters. Is that what you Yeah. Mean? That's yeah. the one. No, hip bones. His hip bones yeah. are like under the. Yeah. Oh yeah. The cut of. It is the. Very high leg, like high high legged opening. Like, is that even comfortable vanilla eyes? I mean, probably not. And he's probably into it. I mean, I was gonna say it was like whenever I wore like swimsuits like that, it was never comfortable. But you don't do it for comfort. I'm honestly surprised. You, you do it to impress Dio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think he might have the little flap in the back because it's a thong situation. I wish that I could like use a GIF to respond to you in <laughs> podcast because I just was like. Yuko getting a nosebleed in Yuriana's. <laughs> <laughs> so we left off. We left off with Polnareff, Polnareff dead. dead. Turns out, not dead. 
Hey, there you go. I hope you weren't too sad. There was a fourth answer. I hope you were too sad and that now you get to experience the joy. The true joy of Polnareff not being dead. There was a fourth I mean, answer, which is which to his multiple choice questions, which was Iggy's not as dead as you think he is. Which is also synonymous with reality is cruel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Iggy made a sand Polnareff, uh, uh, you know, from his like crafting. And he also stuck Polnareff to the ceiling with sand. Not Yeah, I'm not clear. totally sure what happens here. But I'll take people's word for it. But I mean, also, Polnareff's not dead. Polnareff apparently has two of those heart earrings. How? Yeah, yeah. when did he pick did that up? Did he get the other one commissioned or something? Because we have. know that he left his other one with his fetus girlfriend. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah, I honestly didn't pay attention to when he got it back. I think literally the next episode. Mm. Yeah, maybe he had extras. We have one. found an inconsistency <laughs> in JoJo's Bizarre Somebody Adventure. Somebody write in to Araki. And like, ask him this what's question. Up with that? I mean, I assume that he has extras. If Jotaro has extra hats, which we know that he does, oh yeah, eventually, even though they're part of his body, then I assume that they all carry around like spare pieces of their uniform. Yeah, Kakuin must have like twenty of those cherry earrings. Oh yeah, just you know. So yeah, that that's the answer to that. But yeah, so to Polnareff loses one of his earrings, but it's not really Polnareff; it's Sand Polnareff. But most important thing that happens, I think, in this episode. More important than Vanilla Ice's vagina bones? Well, Iggy dies. For real. I'm asking again. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. It, it is important that Iggy dies. Because finally, the only living dog in the world who's been allowed to survive multiple perilous situations gets his, and he's done. For a second, I thought you were going to say, like, is someone who isn't Iggy. And I was like frantically searching in my head for a dog that wasn't dead yet. <laughs> I can't think of one. No, but if you were ever like, oh, I mean, I, surely Iggy won't die. He's a main character. He's a dog Yeah, if in you were Jojo. thinking that, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, what have we told you from day one? All dogs die. And yeah. they all go to hell. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the only option. Right, but you uh, know, it's more honestly, dramatic to say it that. I honestly think that like Vanilla Ice's stands weird anus portal mouth goes to the afterlife it's not even like he's like it's just a creepy dimension of darkness i'm like i think that's just what happens yeah that's die. just what it looks right. like when you're surrounded by billions of dead dogs yeah it's just pretty much darkness <laughs> but yeah i also i didn't mention it last episode but i do think that cream's whole mouth situation and the way that it's 3d it's like it's a very strong goat thing for me it just yeah i i hear you it, i think part of it is honestly the way that they make it move with the like cg rendering and stuff i'm just it looks very like intestinal a giant butthole yeah anyway iggy's dead iggy is dead and that means it is time for a dog death minute yeah he only gets one minute just like every other fucking dog yeah he's not special also, we get like two R.I.P. flashback reels because we had the fake out one back when he fought Pet Yeah, Shop. and then we have to get another like romantic farting montage. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Who gives a shit? I mean, I know that like so many people give a shit, which is deeply upsetting to me. It is as, a mystery like, to me. Like, I, I really do not get why people like Iggy. And I, it, it, it makes me feel very, um, I'm just like, have people like never experienced anything before? So like Iggy is the first thing they've ever seen and they're like... This is good. So I think that part of it is that the show spends a lot of time on Iggy and acts as if he is important. And so in that way, if you're not used to being like a critical viewer of media and you're just like, I accept the things that that are shown to me, then it's like, well, I guess Iggy's important because the show <laughs> thinks he's important. Okay. For today's Dog Death Minute, I wanted to answer the question, do dogs have souls? Uh <laughs> 
if you Google this, you find some interesting results. This one was from a Catholic website. Animals have souls and so do plants, but don't worry, they don't have souls like ours. <laughs> what? <laughs> because apparently uh, humans can, you know, experience uh, justice and things like that, and animals cannot. So Catholic oh, Church agrees with vital eyes. <laughs> no, right? Okay, here's another one, though. Do dogs have souls? There are numerous studies in spiritual psychology that show that dogs do indeed have souls. And Definitely. once a dog bonds to a human, its soul attaches to the human soul and upon death goes where the human soul goes. What the fuck? Indeed, thousands of people who have had a, a near-death experience report being greeted in the next life by their beloved pets who have already crossed. Uh, and so presumably, I'm guessing what happened was Iggy was bonded with Avdol. Wait, this, this all tracks <laughs> with our... Um... Our dog death afterlife theory. Also, at the end of this episode, we see Iggy literally bonded yeah. to Avdol on well, his shoulder. Well, because their souls are yeast. Right. We know that souls are yeast. Yes. Pillar men are pure soul. Right. And so, uh, but yes, yeah, so that's what happens here. Iggy's bonded to Avdol and they both go to hell together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea that I agreed with a spiritual psychologist. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. I don't even know what a fucking spiritual psychologist imagine, is. Imagine. Uh, well, I do from Fraser. Okay. See, I was going to say it's I a, know from. It's a fake person. I was going to say. <laughs> it's, it's a charlatan. That's not a real thing. I mean, and then after Iggy dies, Polnareff figures out how to kill Vanilla Ice. And by figures out, I mean, he jumps, he falls from the ceiling and runs his sword through Vanilla Ice's head and then uses either end of the sword to snap his neck, which you would think would be enough. Yeah, uh, but you may have noticed uh, there have been some close-ups of Vanilla Ice over the past couple episodes, and uh, he has fangs. He's been get he grew some fangs. Yeah, where'd those come from? Hmm? Well, here's the thing, Eliz. When a vampire uh, puts his blood in you, you become a vampire. So right. yeah, Vanilla Ice did not get vampire sex ed. Apparently. No. Dio should know better. But also, Dio did it on purpose. Yeah, exactly. So, so this is a, a true top ten anime betrayal that we are witnessing in real time here. Dio made Vanilla Ice a vampire and didn't fucking tell him. Yeah, knowing that he would die from sunlight. I mean, he's such an asshole. He's probably just like, well, you should have, you, you should have known. I mean, I, mean I, you cut off your own head and then you woke up. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that like, I think that Dio is really fucking bad at ending relationships. Clearly. Like, clearly his, his relationship with Vanilla Ice, romantically and servantly speaking, uh, is on its last legs. And Dio does not have the spine to just dump him so right instead, it's that it's that breakdown in communication at the end of a relationship yeah. where it's just like where the other person's like i thought we were still dating and dio's like i thought you already knew like or it was like, pretty clear to me that you were a vampire or when someone acts super super distant hoping that the other person will initiate the breakup yeah, so that they won't yeah, have to which obviously. is such a thing that like men are constantly doing that's totally what dio is doing and as we've established before dio is a fuck boy fuck boy dio yep. totally. and he is behaving like a fuck boy but we've also known that he's a fuck boy from the moment he jumped out of that carriage yes and kicked a dog yep but i just i like really this really bothers me it's like like vanilla ice like did not deserve to be fucked over this hard by dio do not model your relationships after Dio. <laughs> like, imagine, like, he must, like, he's, it's pretty fucked up to realize, like, when his arm disintegrates in the sun, and he's just like, wait, what the fuck? I mean. What the fuck, Dio? To be fair, he did, so he's died 
twice now and walked it off, I do feel like maybe he has an inability to notice like a well, behavior pattern. I think that he has like, I think that he's obviously in denial. Courtney with the tough love. Well, I mean, he's definitely in denial about the fact that he's a vampire. Yes. He's in denial about the fact that Dio doesn't care about him right. that much. Yeah, it's I tough. mean, it sucks. It's it But like, I feel bad for him. I do too. I do think, however, Darius pointed out that it is kind of poetic justice that he disintegrates considering what he did to Abdon. Right. He is essentially Swiss cheesed yeah. right. himself. It was very messed up. Messed up relationship dynamics. Uh, and Dio, like, this isn't the only time. We see another, other times in like this episode and generally where Dio, uh, instead of just like cutting someone loose, he like, puts them in front of the Joe stars. <laughs> you go be a meat wall for me. Yeah. yeah that's you his. random vampire who I probably did head switching experiments on <laughs> in the 1800s. And we've already established that Dio is super codependent because he literally stole the body of his ex of his ex and wouldn't <laughs> let him just die and that's go true. to dog hell. That's very true. Yeah. Dio has a hard time ending things. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> he has attachment issues. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> so Avdol's dead, Iggy's dead. Now Vanilla that, Ice is also dead. Now that Vanilla Ice is dead, the souls of Avdol and Iggy get to go right. to, you know, the Dark Hell dimension where right. we all go when we die. Right. Um, so yeah, they're yeasty ghosts float away. And then we switch gears and get to see arena yeah but so it's Susie q right i wrote down arena because all joseph's kidnapper old ladies all old ladies right but yeah joseph's kidnapper yeah, no, this slash is not wife. nearly as cool as arena yeah no, but yeah so we Susie get to q. we get to see Susie q's terrible tourist Susie q has never killed a dog <laughs> <laughs> but also Susie q has a pet turtle yeah i want to know more about this turtle yeah like what what it's never remarked upon or it anything it doesn't have a stand it, it gropes humans it's great I yeah, love it. The two best things that a turtle can. I also assume that she got that turtle to keep her company since Joseph is never. <laughs> it's probably named Joseph too. <laughs> um, is 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 this our first turtle? It's the first turtle I can think of. Yeah, well, because turtles become a thing yeah. over yeah. time, so uh, this is. Yeah, yeah, Rocky's into drawing turtles. He enjoys it. Yeah, and it's really funny. I like that she just voiced the turtle off onto her, second her secondary bodyguard. Body. Oh, I hope I hope part nine is is people is Twinks wearing chaps and riding turtles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like almost. Yeah, we've almost reached that point. They just need to like just needs to push a couple things together. <laughs> we already have we have the Twinks, the chaps, and the riding turtles. Right. Yeah, so I. Did not appreciate the holly cheesecake in this episode. I'm just gonna note that <sighs> it's the grossest one yet, yeah. guys. It fucking sucks. Like, it I don't appreciate anything about holly. <laughs> I don't appreciate the quote unquote fan service. I don't appreciate her. Who is a fan of holly? <laughs> oh, people. Well, because there's first of all, there's the whole faction of like people on the internet who are like. Don't erase Holly. Like, include her in your fan fiction. And it's oh, like, Jesus. Araki erased Holly. Look at her. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, the, the angles on her weird cheesecake stuff are getting more and more extreme. This one honestly looks like a colonoscopy video opening <laughs> up. <laughs> um, it's just, it's a lot. And it's, like, way in there. And I did not need it. Yeah. At um, all. It's really unnecessary. And, like, when they put, like, the cherry over her nipple, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, yeah, it's real bad. It's just, it sucks, and Holly really sucks. Like there, she has no redeeming qualities. Susie Q sucks. Araki's really rubbing it in our face that he can't write women for shit. Rosas is pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's not a woman. Yeah, right. That's why. Yeah, I mean, the the thing that I find really frustrating about Holly is like I don't like her as a character, and yet I am forced to defend, like, and like object to the treatment of her on the show just because yes. it's like fucking gross. And I don't even care that much except on principle because I don't like her as a character. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> care about her personally. I just care that like the that like. <sighs> Don't do it. It's just yeah. so fucking it's like, stupid I mean, it's, it's and like juvenile. When, it's like when someone uses like slurs against someone you hate. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. it's like, well, don't say those words. Also, I don't like that person. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. We do, however, get some really great interiority of Susie Q in terms of how she conceives of her relationship to Joseph Joestar, where she's like, ever since I met him in Italy, he's never... Uh, what is it? He's, he's always met my expectations. Yeah, he's never betrayed my expectations. So I just need to pause here yeah. and talk about what exactly is it that she's expecting? Traipsing around the world with a young boyfriend. Not much. Yeah, <laughs> just like the, the I mean, bar she is low. Kidnapped him and used him for his sperm. <laughs> I think that's pretty established. Yeah, and, no, and then and she lives a life of luxury. Yeah, I mean, she ki- she kept him from his family, who she allowed his entire family to think he was dead. <laughs> and then, and then yeah, I got a kid out got of it. Got a kid and lives in like the largest apartment in New York City. Yeah, and while Joseph just travels the world banging whoever, whichever sailor dudes he <laughs> wants to bang and stealing their shirts. Yeah. yeah, what she? I mean, maybe she just really wanted to like have a child and live by herself as an independent woman with a kept boy, a.k.a. Rosas. I mean, sure, if that works for you. Rosas, by the way, uh, does his Speedwagon Foundation duties beautifully here. Oh, he does yeah. a lot of crying. Yeah. Great weeping. Really great emotional weeping. Well, that's weeping. how he was trained as an apprentice right. in weeping. Yeah, and it's, it's, I think he's really leveled up yeah. and is ready yeah, to I mean, train he's, others. He's old enough. He probably, because he's been doing the, the thing for them for like 30 years, he yeah. says, so... Does he, Maybe yeah, the secondary bodyguard is his apprentice. That's what I was just going to say. I think right. he's training him on how to have, like, to be over-invested and yeah. empathetic. And how to, and right. how to narrate emotionally. Right. But yeah. also, like, he maybe he was trained directly by Speedwagon. Oh, uh, because Speedwagon totally dies of old true. age. Speedwagon is born in, like, like you know, it, it could work out. Yeah, maybe he, could work spe- out. he was Speedwagon's direct apprentice yeah yeah and then got like handed over yeah that would make sense Checks that out. would make sense i mean that would make sense that like the the personal servant to Susie q would be trained directly yeah by i mean and he would be like about their age right yeah so it's like yeah. that's that makes sense yeah cool great fact checked fact checked yeah i, I have a feeling that that secondary bodyguard is going to end up taking care of the turtle more than of the dress stars <laughs> yeah that turtle loves that bodyguard yeah <laughs> i, I ship it. them it's yeah. so cute but yeah, I can imagine like just Speedwagon sitting down with like teenage Rosas being like, okay, so here's how you like cry. Right. Yeah. Like, here's how you make really exaggerated expressions. And then like you need to explain everything. He pull, you know what he probably does? He probably has that really well shot security video of Santana. Yeah. And the, he the shows that. Film. Yeah, he shows the short film to him and like, okay, when you see something like this, right. start crying. <laughs> and really express all of the distress that the Joe Stars will not. Right. Yeah, it's great. And then we switch gears again because this episode is paced for shit. 
uh, and go back to. We see we see a uh, a vampire looking guy, just uh, like, a like really on the ground, basic vampire. Yeah, Very. I mean, like he kind of has a st- uh, character design, it's but like it's a not... Phantom Blood style vampire. Yeah, right. Or he, I mean, he looks like a throwaway Dragon Ball character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Oh, that's that's harsh. <laughs> or I mean, or like a throwaway vampire from Phantom Blood. Yeah, no, because he's got the weird like, right. which we're pretty sure he. Is. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, okay, well, because and, why would Dio make a non-hot vampire in the eighties? Yeah, I think the nineteen eighties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, the nineteen eighties. Which eighties? He's obviously like, like he has a type, and Nukasaku is not his type. So yeah. this guy was grandfathered in, right? Literally. And I think so. Yeah, and his name's Nukasaku, which means well, dumbass. It's, it's not his actual name. Right. His nickname. But but his nickname is Nukasaku, which means dumbass. And he got that nickname. Apparently, from the other Dio minions who live in the mansion, from the Mean Girls, right. yeah. So it's Vanilla Ice, both Darby siblings, and uh, Kenny, Kenny G. G. Kenny G, who <laughs> has more characterization in Kenny this flashback. G. Kenny G is one of these, uh, one of the Mean Girls who like thinks that he's in the group, but they all talk about him behind his back. Whereas Nukasaku right. is not actually even not in, the, in group. the group. Right. I actually uh, noticed something. Kenny G does not have a heart motif. Because oh. he he doesn't he doesn't get the hearts because oh, he's shit. not like so. <gasps> Pet shop, are the hearts actually like indicative yeah. of like a game? Yeah, Pet no, Shop like, gets to be in the like, Mean Girls. You're but having sex with that person, except for Pet Shop, that's a problem. Yeah, no, I, I do yeah. not. Know. No, I think it's a Mean Girls. You think it's thing. a? It's right. like yeah. the uni- wear Yeah, hearts. Yeah. I bet. Uh, I bet Pet Shop was like also making fun of Nukasaku. I bet he just yeah. moved on it. Oh, <laughs> I bet. Back when Pet Shop was a parrot in the manga, maybe he even named Nukasaku. Maybe he was like, Nukasaku, Nukasaku. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he, so maybe they called him Nukasaku behind his back and then the parrot yeah. let it slip. Let it slip. And so right. That's probably yeah, what happened. Yeah, and then probably. and then he got a stand and turned into a falcon. But right. yeah, the hearts are definitely like, it's like a <laughs> unicorn. Yeah, it's like a unicorn club kind of thing. If you ever read Sweet Valley Twins, like they always wore purple. And they're always there's these these dudes are always wearing hearts. And it's probably in tribute to Dio. Oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, I think yeah. Dio is like you like calls them in, he's like, you can wear a heart. Yeah. I see what you guys are doing and I approve. Yeah. yeah but uh but yeah, Nukasaku doesn't get hearts and neither does Kenny G actually. But yeah, so so there's this dumbass named Dumbass. And <laughs> he has a weird inferiority complex and he decides he's going to take out let's list it off. Joseph <laughs> Joestar. Who killed God. Jotaro Kujo. Who's Jotaro? Who's right. Jotaro? And then fucking Noriaki Kakuin, who like has survived everything and knows yeah. everything. Yeah, dude, you're you're gonna do real great again. But fun. he has an invincible superpower, which is that uh Dio uh did some experiments on him back in the eighteen eighties. This is I mean, this is this is our canon. Which so, is correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so so Dio basically, a, yeah. So, so Nukasaku is one of Dio's chimeras, right. according to us, from back in and the day. He's a chimera of a girl and an ugly boy. man. And yeah, uh, uh, ugly man. Ugly man in JoJo. Another ugly man. Yes. Great. Yeah, that's the thing. It's this weird <laughs> yeah. thing where it's like the back ha- in that how do dogs wear pants kind of way. The back vertical half of him is. Instead of a back, instead of a man's back, he oh has my a God. woman's front. Was Dio trying to like make his like m- meld himself and Jonathan like vertically? vertically? <laughs> and then he was like, "Well, this does not work because the hands are backwards." Or what if he was just trying to make the perfect beard? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but what if like he wanted to be able to like 
have two dicks. Yeah, and like two, he could have Jonathan's mm. face yeah. and his face, and mm. yeah, yeah. I think he was trying to figure out if he could just sort of like do like mush an them together, L shaped cutout, smooth them, <laughs> stick his face on there. Yeah, but yeah. he determined that it did not work. No, you end up with Nukasaku. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird thing. Uh, so yeah, he he very badly pretends to be a woman in distress. <laughs> and we get a great out of context scene of Jotaro just being like, "Oh yeah, we're your f- we're friends." Punch woman in the face of justice. Yeah, and uh, Joseph being like, "We'll help you." Send go to go hell. to yeah. Yeah, it's it's delightful. I really I like was it. I was expecting Kakuin to also chime in with his really weak thing too. Though he did like, he did his own later, thing where yeah. it was like he's the where Nukasaku's like, but my power is invincible. <laughs> right. And Kakuin's like, is your power having the face of a woman on the back of your head? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is yes. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and being a vampire. But yeah, I uh, shitty vampire. This is also canonically where. Uh, J.K. Rowling got the idea for like the first book of Harry Potter, That's obviously. True. So yeah, Sunukasaku, kind of funny. Obviously there to lighten up and distract us from the fact that two characters, one third of the Stardust Crusaders are now dead. Well, and then we're also about to meet Dio. So it's, it's like, you know, you got to, I mean, actually, if you've read Araki's book, Manga Theory and Practice, he talks about needing to like ratchet up the tension and then like ratchet it down with humor and then like sort of swing back and forth that yeah makes sense. well because you can't like you need a break so that yeah. dio can feel scary right and you can't you can't go from like a six to a ten because it's it's not going to feel as good as if you go from like a one to a ten vanilla ice is not no six. vanilla ice is a nine yeah yeah no but sorry yes i just <laughs> I, I picked Do a, not. i picked a random number Do not insult vanilla ice's yeah. power so yeah, so we get a little bit of comic relief. It feels real weird because it does. <laughs> it's just not it's, not. it's fucking stupid. Well, it's. I think usually on the show you get like very intense arc, and then there's like a, a like a little even if it's like a whole episode or two episodes of more comedic stuff. But because it's the end, and, and they be- ran out of time. <laughs> well, what do, you, do I want an entire episode about Nukasaru? Fuck no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's part of it. Yeah, that's I think. I part think that of it. the animators got tired of this arc by now. They're like, oh my god. Well, I think they really wanted to get to Dia. Yeah, understandably. Well, also there's just not that much in the manga. Like, yeah. like Araki didn't yeah, put that right. much in. It hasn't stopped them before. It really has not. <laughs> They've invented half episodes before. So, yeah, but I, I appreciate it because I really like, I, this is just enough Nukasaku. <laughs> well, I mean, we get a little bit more in the next episode, but. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. So they basically, they're like, you're going to take us to Dio. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then meanwhile, because you're smart, right, listeners, you, you realize that there wasn't a to be continued at the end of the episode. And so therefore there's a tag. And so you waited until after the credits and watched the little extra bit. The, the part where Polnareff and Dio are like, hey. Been a while. Reunited and it no feels see. so good. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they, you know, what's up? And this is the first time we get to see almost all of Dio except for his face. So you can see his outfit very, like you could cosplay him yeah. from this view, but you yeah. still don't quite seen, see his face. I've seen Shadow Dio cosplay. Nice. So good. With like a, just the, just, like, the just a blank. dark yeah. uh, circle. Like a veil yeah. or something. Yeah. It's, the, the very slow reveal on what Dio looks like is the best burlesque tease I've ever and seen. And it's so dumb, too, because we've all seen Dio. Yeah. <laughs> well, ex- like, except, I know except that he's we don't, leveled up a bunch. Right, but... and we don't, 
if you're watching this for the first time, you don't know if like does Dio have a weird scar? Does he have like something going on with his face? Yes, he's got really good lipstick. That's the spoiler. right, but like yeah. right. God, spoiler alert! I know. And that's the episode. So it's like we finally meet Dio. Yeah, he one of yep. the Stardust Crusaders has met Dio, and it's Polnareff, and that's going to go in a non-sexual in like a non-one night stand yeah. kind of yeah. way. Yeah, but it's I mean it's definitely going to go great for Polnareff. Yep. And it's fine. He'll just take care of Dio all by himself, and then everyone goes home. Yep. Spoiler. That's how it happens. Uh, Yeah. So thank you for listening. Tune in next time for the first part of Dio's The World. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Oh, right. Because we're supposed to care about what his stand is. That's right. Yay. What will it be? Yeah. I was going to say, remember when all the stands were themed around fucking tarot cards? Kind of. Well, they still... (laughs) Or not. This one is. This one has the name of a tarot card. Yes, that's how it's that's how, yeah. And it's the <laughs> stand it's the that s- suggests itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that suggests Dio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The stand that suggests Araki had not actually planned out what Dio's stand was going to be. <laughs> the stand that suggests memes. Yeah. It sure does. Yeah. Thank goodness. So yeah, we'll we'll get to the bottom of all that starting next week. Yeah. Four more left. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Susie Q's turtle would leave for Rosas' Apprentice.